This podcast is brought to you by PodPro Australia. Welcome to another episode of the Property Investor's Handbook with Colleen Sutherland, brought to you by Sutherland's Property Management. Hello, Colleen. How are we today? I'm well, thank you, Rob. How are you? I'm awesome today. Look, today's I, I'm really looking forward to this podcast because I want to know about all this. So we're, today we're talking about um, the tips for being a successful landlord. We've got five tips for people to be a successful landlord. Yes. And um, this was the make or break for a lot of people. So It is, yeah. Um, we've come to an expert. We know that Colleen Sutherland is the expert in property management. Mm-hmm. We like to um, think that she's number one. So tell us, what are the tips for being a successful landlord? Well, I've got five basic tips here. Um, and, and it's mainly if you're self-managing. Yep. Um, but firstly, securing yourself the right tenant. So to do the right due diligence, making sure you put the right tenant in there and above all, making sure that you've done the entry condition report or the ingoing report because that is vital for the end of the tenancy um, and as detailed as possible, as many photos as possible so that you know the exact uh, condition of the property when they first go in. So a tenant goes into the property and we make sure that everything is in order for them. Yes. And also that we document or, or record what that property, um, what the condition of the property was then so that if something goes wrong, you've got a, a baseline. Is that what it's about? It is because when they go to move out and if they're there 12 months, you sort of have a recollection of what the property was like when they moved in, but your recollection when it comes to tribunal is not going to cut it. So you yep. have to have a written record. Um, but if they're there five plus years and then the tenant says, well, that was there when I moved in. You've got no... It's only one way to prove it. Yeah. And then the if you're claiming that, the onus of responsibility of proof is on you. Yep. Now, that sounds like a great tip and it sounds like it would be perfect, but I'm gathering that there's going to be four other really good tips coming up as yeah. well. So what else should we be looking for? The other thing that to look for is when you're collecting the rent, you need to have a document that records the rent that you're collecting. It needs to be recorded on the day that you receive it, how much it's for and you're paid to from two dates. Because if you ever need it or need to go back over it, then you've got that record and you send it off to the tenant and say, well, tick this off and see if we match. Because problems do happen in that respect where Mm. a tenant thinks that they've paid and they haven't or they did pay and it just wasn't documented correctly and the, the landlord is telling the tenant they're behind. But also if there's one or, or more than one tenant and they're all paying separately. So say oh. they're all, there's three bedrooms and they're just three mates and they're paying the rent themselves. And it's like, well, I paid it last week. Well, did you though? And then, yep. you know, that landlord's recording it all. Then it can go back to the tenants and say, well, this is my record. What is yours? This sounds like a full-time job on its own. <laughs> Um, What's the next tip for people to look at? The next tip is maintenance. So it's no longer relevant to say, I'll get to that. Because there is a section in the Act that stipulates that the landlord must maintain the property in a clean condition and fit for purpose, which means fit to live in. Um, And that in itself is huge. Because if you're living in the house and you've got a broken door or, or something like that, it's like, meh. Yeah. But if the tenant is there, they're paying money to live in this house and it needs to be in good working order. So you would need to fix the door in a timely manner 
and I'm talking about locks, I'm talking about gutters, um, so many areas where normally if you lived in the property, you just put up with it. Yep. But when there's a tenant and it's a small business, you need to be maintaining it. That's right. You've got to treat it as a business, don't you? Yes. If there's yep. a crack in the window, that window needs to be repaired. Yes. With the minimum housing standards that came in, uh, well, they come in on the 1st of September 2023, um, you're really not even going to have choice with mould on the roof or yep. uh, curtains, locks. Everything is going to be very regulated. And that's going to be across Australia. That's just a good Queensland. thing, isn't it? It is a good thing um, because much of it it's like you have to have a functioning kitchen and laundry. Yeah. And normally you just go, well, yes, of, of course. course. Yeah. But – when you look at a current affair and you see some of those things on there and the landlord has got a gas bottle and a cooktop on the kitchen bench <laughs> yep. and things like that, that, yeah, you can't do that. It doesn't that. cut it. No. Well, with 3D, I'm starting to work out what a property manager is actually spending all their days doing. What else have we got to give us a hint? One of the other ones, and it's really important but seems minimal to some people, is respecting the tenant's privacy. So that's all changed again in legislation, but... Respecting their privacy means you need to have privacy covers over glass that someone can look into mm -hmm. um, and, and understanding that that's just privacy in general. But the other thing is you can't just drop over there if um, you need to cut that tree down. Yep. So the tenant wants me to cut the tree down. I'm just going to go over on Wednesday afternoon. And you can't just do that. You it's need all to be provide, y yeah. You need to provide notice you, and work with the tenant on the day. Wednesday afternoon might not suit because they're all home. Yep. You want to do it when there's nobody there. So, or you want to have a look through the house. Um, it's yeah. You need to give notice. You need to respect their request as long as it's reasonable, of course. Yeah, but of course. yeah, respecting their privacy is huge. That's four. Four. Give us the fifth. Well, the fifth one is understanding your rights and obligations as a landlord, but at the same time understanding the rights and landlords uh, rights and obligations of the tenant. So you both have rights and obligations. That's what legislation yeah. is set out for, and you need to understand what yours are and what theirs are, because if if required, the response of "Oh, I didn't know that." is not going to cut it. So if you get to tribunal and the adjudicator says to you, um, yeah, you can't just drop over there and fix that thing. Yep. And he goes, well, I didn't know that. That's not going to cut it. Right. And that gives course for the tenant to be successful in their judgment. Because as we've spoken about in other podcasts, it's always changing the rules and regulations and the legislation. So it is yes. really important to be on top of that. Yep. Um, because that relationship that you build with a tenant, it can be fractured so easily mm. um, and you don't want to do that. I mean... Yeah. If you're just dropping over there at, at any given moment and you've annoyed the tenant enough, the tenant will retaliate. Of course. So um, you need to be respectful in their privacy, in, you know, getting things fixed in a timely manner, all that sort of thing to remain amicable. You don't have to be BFFs or anything. No, no, no. But you do have you, – you've. it's a working relationship. That's right because they're protecting your hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of investment, aren't they? They are, yes. Yeah, so um, now everything I, I listen to there is around being self-managed, obviously. That's the kind of yes. stuff. So yep. really I'm – again, we've spoken about this before that I, I don't own an investment property but it is something I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. That scares me. But this is why we come to someone like Sutherland's Property Management to 
have them do all that stuff, keep our keep our interest in that investment, and make sure that we com- comply with all the relative legislation and um, laws. We've got a process in place that covers every single um, point that I've mentioned here today, as well as many many others. Yep. But that keeps everything in line. So when we tick off in our checklist of what we need to do to place a tenancy, um, we know we've covered, we've dotted all our I's and crossed all our T's, not just for risk mitigation for legislation that you don't get into trouble and be yep. fined, but also even if it's insurance. Yep. So we've done all the due diligence we can with accepting that tenancy and why we've accepted it so that if that tenancy goes wrong and we've had to do make an insurance claim, then we've got everything necessary and we've done everything that was required to maximise an insurance claim. That's that's incredible advice. And it is a reason why we should be looking to have our, our investments protected through, you know, we protect it through insurance, but we should be protecting it through a property manager as well. Yes. And, and then that comes back to choosing the right property manager who has the right systems in place for you to be successful. I think we've spoken about that in another podcast. Possibly. <laughs> I think people should go back and have a look because Sutherland's Property Management does um, supply the time for these podcasts and there is a wealth of information on their website. Um, there is also a list of podcasts and other reading material as well. How do we get to Sutherland's Property Management? If you look us up on Sutherland's Property Management or go to SPMG dot com dot au and i do have a lot of information there with more of these podcasts to come that's excellent now remembering that we look after properties from the from the brisbane corridor yes right down to Casharina in new yes. south wales we look after properties in new south wales and queensland so if you're looking for a property manager in that area give colleen a call i can guarantee satisfaction from the service you'll receive thanks so much rob excellent <laughs>